paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. Yo, we are back, the Kickback Pod, once again. I think this is episode 17 or 18. 18, it, 18. It's 18. <laughs> all right. I'm always going one back. Anyways, it's 18. And finally, finally, we are both in the same time zone again. Yeah. Finally back in uh, in Berlin. Uh, we're both in Berlin now. And uh, it's it feels good to be back. I, I was away for quite a long time, uh, way more than even I expected to. Uh, finally back in Berlin after spending a month and a half over in the six toronto that's 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 uh yeah that's where i have where i have been uh it wasn't a good time for me at least when it came to sneakers but uh <laughs> it was definitely great to see the family uh hung out with uh, all my friends from back in the day and it was it was just a lot of fun it was a it was a great time but all in all i'm more than happy to finally be back back home and uh, it took me a while. It's already been like a week since I've been back, but jet lag, jet lag has been an absolute pain. Uh, the first couple of days, like pretty much by three in the afternoon, I-, I couldn't even keep my eyes open. I was basically like just completely knocked out. Like the, the jet lag is killing me. They, they right say now. that you need like one day for every hour of time difference, right? That's like the general yeah, rule of thumb, right? And so what like is it like third time six hours, right? Week. So yeah, it's six yeah. hours to Toronto. So I guess, yeah, like a week um, really depends. Like it's weird though as well, because then there's also this thing where people say, if you travel towards the West, you feel it less. And if you travel <laughs> towards the East, you feel it more. That is very I, true. Very, very true. I, I wasn't jet lagged at all, actually, when I flew into Toronto and I, I was fine pretty much by the next day. But yeah, the coming back though, that, that has really got me. Something interesting, I know this is just a completely random fact, but I noticed basically on my flight back to Berlin, uh, the total flight time was only like around seven hours, but my flight from Berlin to Toronto, the same exact flight was like eight hours and eight, eight and a half hours. And I was like, I was like, what the hell? So I had to Google it. And it turns (laughs) out it's because of the rotation of the earth. Yeah. which is which is what adds the extra time and reduces the time on the way back i thought that was yeah. very interesting man learn some i mean yeah if you, if you if you like think about it right you imagine the world turning and then the, the plane flying if you're flying to toronto you're flying with the rotation of the earth exactly. so that's why it takes longer but if you fly back you're basically you're not doubling the speed but you're making up the speed that the ro- the earth is rotating towards you at if that makes sense to the listeners right now. But anyway, uh, I think wind also plays a bit like wind resistance and stuff makes yeah, a huge yeah, difference yeah. too. Like sometimes it can like help you catch up like 30, 40 minutes on a long haul flight, which is a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. I fell into the rabbit hole of trying to figure out how my flight was so much shorter on the way back. <laughs> yeah. Wind <laughs> rotation. Yeah. I was, I was learning a lot, man. I did. So on my flight back, I did, we have to talk about this because I, I know it's not sneaker related, but it, it has been the biggest topic on the internet over the last week. So on the way back, I basically marathoned like seven episodes of Squid Game. Um, Yo, no I, I spoilers, know. no spoilers. Wait, wait, hold on. You haven't watched Squid Game? Dude, I've only watched one episode and there oh. might be listeners who haven't watched it. So like, I know what it's about. No, 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 but no. Like, I'm not, not going to, obviously no spoilers. All right, but, all right, all right. But I... I absolutely loved that show that show is amazing and definitely worth watching all the way to the end i hope there's a second season and a third season and however many seasons because that was some amazing amazing tv super entertaining so highly recommend it to those of you who haven't watched it yet and i'm jealous of you that you're still on episode one and you have a whole season left yeah I'm, i have to wait for my girlfriend to get back from vacation she's in a She's in Italy right now for two weeks with a friend and we made the mistake of watching the first episode together the night before she left. And then uh, we were like, all right, we're watching it together. Right. And then it was so good. It was like, fuck, now I gotta wait two weeks until I can watch episode two. (laughs) No, no, Um, this is is worth breaking up over, man. Like just, just watch it. (laughs) No, no, I'm going to, I'm going to wait for it because I have some other stuff to watch as well. Um, But uh, I've heard only good things about, uh, 
Squid Squid Game, right? Whatever it's called. Squid Game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Korean TV. Korean TV never disappoints, whether it comes to movies or TV shows. But in this episode, so uh, we're this is going to be a news episode. And by news, I mean, we're just going to look through some of the hottest upcoming sneakers and basically just give our thoughts on them. Uh, there's not a whole lot of big topics for this episode. We're mainly just going to, as usual, give you our latest pickups. And there have been a lot of pickups, at least for me, over the last week. Um, and then we'll go through uh, some of the hottest upcoming sneakers. And as always, we'll end off with uh, the hottest upcoming drops over the next two weeks. Get you ready up until we do our next podcast. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, um, should we get started? Uh, do you want to maybe start off first? Give us your latest pickups. Yeah, so this uh, this week I have two new pairs of shoes. I have one time the ASICS Gel Quantum Levy Track, uh, which uh, my homie at ASICS sent over. Uh, thank you, Chris. Shout out and appreciate you. Um, you saw them. We, we went to the Arsham exhibit and I was wearing them. Um, oh, those are those are those. Those are those. Yeah. So they're like super for anyone like who uh, hasn't seen them yet. They were designed by Kiko Kostadinov, the, you know, the Bulgarian designer who has collaborated with ASICS in the past and is now um, basically consulting in-house, uh, consulting the design team and has brought some of his designers in-house at ASICS. They're creating some incredible, incredible shoes. And this one is like, it, it looks like a spaceship. It's super futuristic. It's got that like 360 degree gel midsole and it just it it's like the best way to describe it is like the a6 equivalent of the nike shocks kind of you know because it's got that crazy midsole um unbelievably comfortable obviously more of a love it or hate it kind of shoe and uh i love it i i know that a lot of people will probably hate it um but yeah that so that was the, the first pickup and then uh, the second one, I by, actually... By the way, by the way, for, for yeah. the audience listening, for those of you who don't know, Fabian here is probably the world's biggest fan of the Nike Shocks. He's yep. got a lot of colorways. It's, it's probably, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's your favorite Nike silhouette. Yeah, definitely. The, the Nike Shocks TL, so the one that has the Shocks running from the heel to the toe. Yeah, I have the, I have the all orange pair as well, which is like a grail pair for me. I, I wear it very, very sparingly because I want it to last at least like 10 years or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's, that, yeah. I, I'm, I get sh- shocked, quote unquote, every time I see your collection of shocks. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely a very, very impressive collection you got. Um, and then, yeah, the second pair is actually a funny story. Um, I, you know, I've been talking about the shoe for a while on the podcast uh, and then uh, one of you guys, actually, one of the listeners, uh, shout out Paul, um, hit me up on Instagram. I was like, yo, like, I don't know what size you wear, but I have the Joe Fresh Goods 990 V3s in a size nine. And if you want them, you can you can grab them off me for retail. Uh, so uh, so thank you, Paul, for hooking it up. Um, picked them up. Haven't worn them yet. I have unboxed them, though. I've taken some nice pictures of them. Uh, the weather's just been too shit in, in Berlin to, to wear them. But I'm super, super excited about this pair. And, you know, as, as you guys know, uh, Josh, unfortunately, had them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to want to dig up that and yeah, talk about dude, that a little um, bit. I, I don't think I've, I haven't really talked about it. I didn't even really talk about it on Instagram. But, yeah, uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys use uh, reshipping services uh, when you buy shoes from other countries. Uh, I do. And, and uh, my pair of the Joe Fresh Goods Levi's actually ended up getting stolen. Uh, I, it's a really long story, but basically, the, just to cut a long story short, uh, my, my reshipper that I was using, they switched addresses. I sent the shoes over to the old address some random person, I don't know who accepted the shoes on my behalf and even signed on my behalf. And I pretty much have no way of getting these shoes from him unless I show up at that exact address in person and basically show up with my squad and uh, try to beat him up and get the shoes from him because I have no other way of getting these shoes. So some random guy in France has my shoes right now. And uh, yeah, I, I basically just took an L, consider them lost. So I don't have the Joe Fresh, but I did see them at your apartment this weekend. 
and they look amazing in person. The colors, man, the colors really pop. I got to ask you, man, tell me the fit. How are you going to rock these? Oh, I think you can go like nice kind of pastel colors with those, like not, not trying to match the colors one-to-one, but just having like a nice pastel fit. Um, I think I'm probably going to have my like, brown, not brown. They're like more like beige um, corduroy pants on because that fits really well with the brown. So they're like the beige and the brown goes well together. And then, you know, like, I feel like a light, light blue sweater or something like that, or just, just like a very neutral kind of gray top, maybe something like that. I'm going to let the, I'm going to let the sneakers pop, let the sneakers talk, you know, watch out guys. Fit picks coming soon on Fab's Instagram. <laughs> uh, it, what, did you cop anything else? No, no, that's it. It's All your right. turn. Um, yeah. So for me, uh, definitely the best pickup, so I got to say, actually, when I landed back in Berlin, I did have a lot of mail waiting for me. Uh, basically, just a bunch of sneaker boxes collecting over the last month and a half. Uh, Fabia and you collected. A lo- I got a lot of them delivered at your place. So shout out to you for allowing me to use your apartment as a storage facility. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also shout out to uh, some of my other friends who uh, let me use their addresses. And uh, yeah, basically, I ended up with a a lot of uh, pairs and uh, shoes to unbox. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll just talk about a couple of them. Um, so the best one by far has to be New Balance Protection Pack, the gray pair, rain cloud pair. Shout out to you because you definitely, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been able to get this pair. So definitely shout out to my man, Fobs, for the hookup. Uh, yeah, man, this pair, it looks great in pictures, of course, but it's like, a whole different beast when you have it in person. Like it's such a beautiful looking shoe. I even got to say it, it might be my favorite new balance shoe period to drop this year. And I'm, oh, wow. I'm even talking like all the collabs. Uh, we've had some amazing collabs this year, but it's a non collab shoe that surprisingly for me might just be my favorite new balance this year. And the funny thing was when I first saw pictures of the shoe, I was kind of hating on it a little bit because I'm like, it looks weird. Like why, why are there so many rips in it? It looks like I was even calling it homeless man shoes. Uh, <laughs> but I definitely take back what I said because this shoe looks amazing in person, this specific colorway. I actually have all three colorways now. I don't think I'm going to keep all three. I know I'm definitely keeping the rain clouds. Um, yeah. And for me, easily the best non-collab uh, shoe of the year. Yeah. I think most people would agree with that. I think just the way that the grays kind of play off each other and, and, yeah, just the, the textures of the materials and everything, super, super nice. They, they could have told us that this was a collab, and I think everyone would believe it. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely has a collab type of vibe to it. Uh, second pair I picked up, and I'm holding it right here. Uh, oh, these. nice. Dude, I, I never thought I would. Are those having... in your size too? Yeah, they're actually in my size. So wow. These are the Jordan 15 Billie Eilish. Okay. Wow! What a what a what a shoe! The Billie Eilish 15s. The Billie Eilish 15s, man. Uh, first thing I immediately noticed about the shoe was it's super lightweight. Because uh, I was a, just look how bulky the shoe looks, right? So I was expecting this to be like a very heavy shoe. It's actually a very lightweight shoe, and the reason for it is because it's a 100% vegan shoe. So it's not actually even made out of leather. There's some other material that they used here, which uh, I should have probably researched into and <laughs> told you exactly what that material was. But it is a 100% vegan shoe. Billie Eilish, um, if I'm sure m- most of you guys have probably heard of her. She is kind of like a very unconventional type of singer, just the way she dresses, the type of music she makes. So it's almost... It is, it is surprising, but it's almost not surprising to see what silhouette she chose to do her collab on. Um, it was the 15s. She also chose the uh, Jordan 1 KOs, uh, an all-over lime green pair. Uh, really, really unconventional silhouettes to do your first collab with Jordan brand. Very different than what Travis Scott has done, for example, with like Dunks and Jordan 1s. And she's probably as big, if not even bigger than Travis Scott when you're thinking of like worldwide celebrities right now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually like the shoe. It's a very nice colorway. 
And I, I at first I was like, you know what? I'm, I think I'm going to like flip this for sure. Like I'm not going to wear something like this, but after having it in hand, I actually, I actually like it quite a bit. And it's a really nice colorway, nice neutral colorway. I still need to figure out how to wear a shoe like this, but uh, yeah, we'll see. So, so this is, Definitely my, uh, yeah, my most surprising pickup this week. But uh, yeah, it's not bad. The, the Jordan 15, Billie Eilish. Um, and then there was a couple other pickups. So I have the Jordan 1 prototype. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this pair yet, but it's basically a, a gray Jordan 1. At the top of it is done in blue. And oh, the one that you can cut off? Yeah, exactly. So this shoe, I got it basically to do a review. And I, I just... I don't think I'm actually going to do a review on it just because I'm just very not impressed at all with the shoe. Uh, it's not a great colorway. The quality is not great either. And I just find the shoe very gimmicky. I was just um, about to say it's so gimmicky. I saw a video. Gimmicky. I saw a video on Instagram today of somebody cutting the top off and making it like a low or a mid low or whatever. And it just looks terrible. It just, yeah. Yeah. So it bad. Could- I, I, I don't understand why anyone would want to cut the top off because if there's maybe one thing that looks decent about the shoe, it is the top, like, because it's, it's in those nice blue colors. I don't know why you would even want to cut that top off. And I just feel like the Jordan one is just getting so played out at this point. They're trying to come up with so many different ideas to reinvent it. And I mean, they've been doing this for years now. And uh, I feel like they're just running out of ideas at this point. Yeah, Th- this this shoe comes off as very gimmicky to me, and I it just doesn't look good. And it's it's uh, definitely a big pass for me. Yeah. Now I think what what just real quick about the Jordan ones, I think they what they need to do is they just need to stop making Jordan ones for like a couple of years, because then people will be crying out for ones, you know. And right now there's there's just way too many, and it's been since like 2017, 2018, just so many ones all the time they just need to stop for a little bit i feel like they just can't do it because it's it's literally their bread and butter what what does jordan jordan brand doesn't really have a silhouette that's like universally loved you know um pretty much besides the ones of course like fours people like it but not not everyone likes it it's not as popular here in europe that's for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, ones are definitely it's it's what keeps the you know keeps the money coming in for jordan brand and i just don't see them stopping production of the ones what they should do is at least maybe not completely stop it but at least cut back on the amount of colorways they do every month agreed and yeah my last pickup is uh, the nike sb dunk high gundams uh, so if you guys watch my review, uh, yeah, I admitted in the review, I know literally nothing about Gundam. Uh, <laughs> I, in order to prepare for the review, I tried my best to understand Gundam as much as possible. And I just got lost. It's impossible. There's, it's probably the most complicated storyline I've ever read. There's different universes. There's like humans, there's robots. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't even get what a Gundam is still, but, <laughs> but no, I was going to say, like, to, to piss off, like, Gundam fans, you could just be like, oh, it's just like a Transformer, you know, like a less cool mm. Transformer. <laughs> that will really piss them off. That will really, really piss them off. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, on my, in my video, like, in the comments, everyone was being very nice about it. They were all trying to, like, explain to me what Gundams were and, and what their special powers are and everything. So shout out to everyone who, for educating me on that. uh but yeah i mean uh, as i said in the review for anyone who's a fan of gundam you have to love this collab because nike really kind of went above and beyond with this collab with how much detail they put into the shoe uh trying to mimic the the gundam that it was based off of uh which is the rxo i believe uh they did a really good job and there's a lot of extras that come with the shoe like a like a whole sticker pack uh, and uh, I, I just thought very well executed SB, definitely a fun SB for the Gundam fans out there. Nice. Yeah, I think it's dropping in the US still, right? So Yeah, um, dropping in the US October the 12th. So uh, watch out for that. Nice. Yeah, so, so, I, so that's pretty much it for our pickups. Uh, let's move on to, yeah. So in this, uh, let's call it the news segment for now. Uh, we're just going to go through uh, some hot upcoming sneakers and uh, yeah, just let you know what's the deal. Uh, and let's first start off with uh, something that's dropping very soon, actually. That is the Pata 
Air Max Ones. Um, they're called, I guess, the Air Max One Wave or Wavy. Uh, I'm not sure the, exactly. Like, I think it's the Wave. The Wave. The Wave. The Wave. Okay, so uh, these pairs, um, uh, for me, initially, I wasn't super hyped on them, just because it looks it to me it looks like pretty much identical to a just a regular air max one except they changed the mudguard um and i mean like i didn't understand like what like all the immense hype was about it because i'm just like it's just a different mudguard i know it looks cool but it's just a different mudguard <laughs> uh but then i watched uh i i started watching their uh, marketing campaign so they they put out of the first series uh they're, they're gonna do a whole series of videos and the first video was called the waves not cycles and i thought that was like just a brilliant brilliantly executed marketing campaign it was featuring skepta has a really good message about it like you know i, I i'm not part of i don't want to be part of like a hamster on a cycle you know i want to mm-hmm. i want to start a wave uh, I, I thought that was a really good message and uh, yeah. And there's a whole series of upcoming videos that are going to drop throughout the week. So that actually got me hyped for the shoe. <laughs> uh, they did a really good job. So Nike marketing department, shout out to you guys. You guys have actually convinced me on uh, copying a pair. And I do like the colorway. What do you think about this, this pair? Honestly, I think it's uh, just before we started recording, I was on Instagram and I saw someone post an early pair on foot and in the caption, they wrote that, it's an evolution of the design. And I think that's the best way to put it because as you mentioned, like all they, you know, in quotes, like all they really changed is, uh, is the mud guard, but the mud guard is one of the biggest or most, or one of the most important details on the Air Max one historically. Right. And to change that and to change it so simply and simply, but also radically at the same time, right? Which which is almost contradictory, but it, I think it works here. Is in my opinion just a stroke of genius. Like it's a classic Air Max One colorway. The color blocking is at like the color blocking could be a general release Air Max One, right? But then they just changed that little little detail and kind of made it their own. Fantastic, fantastic shoe. I, I'm I. <laughs> I really, really want to pair this Friday, man. Like they're so like the moment I saw them being teased or leaked or whatever, I was like, whew, gotta have one. Gotta oh, have yeah? one. Okay, man. Well, I hope you get your pair. I, it's coming out Saturday, by the way, not not Friday. Oh, on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, true, true. I, yeah. So it comes out on the eighth and then it drops, I think, on the fifteenth at like other retailers. So there's gonna yeah, be a second, exactly. like a wider drop. On the um, on the eighth, it's only on sneakers app and the Pata website. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then other retailers getting it on the fifteenth. Exactly, and I, I mean, I think also to appreciate this collaboration, you kind of have to understand the history between Nike Air Max Ones and Pata, right? Pata has some of the most iconic, most Grail level Air Max One collaborations ever, right? When when the Air Max One was at its peak in the early two thousands, mid two thousands. That's when Pata was also collaborating on some of these, you know, and and they they're all they're all Grail levels, right? Um, you've got the uh, I think there was like a corduroy pair, um, mm-hmm. and this one just kind of adds to their catalog and just for me underlines the fact that Pata is like Pata is Air Max One and Air Max One is Pata a little bit, you know. So you you definitely think it was uh, going back to our previous episode where. Uh you made the strong case for why the Air Max one uh, will uh, be the, you know, the new sneaker of the moment. Uh, so do you think Nike very strategically chose Pata as, as maybe that first step towards, uh, to, towards, you know, making it the new sneaker of the moment? For sure. Because I think nothing Nike does is an accident, right? All of it is completely planned out to the T. Um, and like you said just now, I think that they identified, okay, next year's the 35th anniversary. We want the Air Max One to make a big splash again. Who has the credibility with Air Max One collaborations to make that happen, right? To kind of kickstart the hype. And that's Pata and Clot. And both of those have now dropped or are dropping Air Max One collaborations, right? Clot re-released their old one and Pata is doing a brand new one. Um, so definitely calculated move by Nike. Um, and we might see some retailers next year that f- 
previously collaborated on Air Max ones get another collaboration, but I'm very sure we're also going to get some retailers who have never touched an Air Max one doing new collaborations. So I think in general, it's, it's an exciting time for Air Max one fans and uh, you know, fingers crossed that our, uh, or my, or our prediction uh, comes true next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm still kind of skeptical on whether or not it's going to catch on like the dunks have caught on. Uh, especially, as I said in the previous episode, with uh, with the younger audience, I'm not. I'm just not sure, so sure that um, that silhouette is that wearable. If you know what I mean, it's a very it's a very bulky looking silhouette, and it, uh, it certain people will appreciate it. But I just don't think it's a silhouette for everyone. Kind of like the Dunk is. The Dunk is just very wearable. Anyone can wear that. Um, but but the, yeah, the Air Max One. Let's see. I mean, let's if anyone can sell it to us. It'll be Nike. So Definitely. yeah, looking forward to 2022. Uh, yeah, the next uh, the next one on the list. So the the Knit Runner, uh, I think that's the official name. The Yeezy Knit Runner. It officially dropped. I believe last week was the official release of the first colorway, uh, which was like the sulfur colorway, I believe. Like the uh, yellow one, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so about the silhouette. I don't know about this one, to be honest, because when I first saw pictures of, let's say, the foam runner, I was immediately very impressed by that shoe. It was it just really stood out to me and uh, it looked like nothing else uh, Yeezy had ever made and nothing else on the market. Uh, I'm not I'm not too hyped about these knit runners. Um, To me, it just it just looks like a big sock. It just looks like a big sock on your feet. And um yeah this colorway too the og colorway not just not the best colorway for an og colorway it's, it's a very like hated or loved type of colorway it, it to me it just looks like a banana on your feet it just straight up looks like a banana and yeah i was i was gonna say something similar um yeah i think it, it they also look huge on feet i don't know if you've seen images do. of right like they they look massive yeah it, it looks like a it's, it looks like from what I've seen, like the on-feet pics, it looks like someone is wearing like four socks all on top of each other, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, or like, um, honestly, so it looks like somebody is wearing foam runners, but it put a sock over the foam runner. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> because it's, oh, you it's, nailed it. You nailed it, man. <laughs> it's the exact, it's the exact same shape, right? Like, and, and I'm assuming that's why it's called knit runner and foam runner. Just that one is made out of foam and one is made out of knit. It's probably the same last. Um, mind blown. <laughs> mind blown. Um, I think it might even be the same kind of sole or outsole um, tread and shape. So I'm pretty sure that it's the exact same shoe, just with a different material upper, um, which, you know, it's cool. Uh, but I think it definitely, the shape works better with foam than it does with knitted material, just because the, the knitted looks so spongy. It looks like you're literally wearing cheese blocks on your feet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they were trying to do that, which is basically give us just another version of a foam runner, maybe with, okay, I, I can see the materials are more upgraded. I still was very, very shocked when I saw the retail price of the shoe. $200. It's $200. The the foam runners are 80. Yeah. So that's a, that's a huge difference. And and I'm not the only one who felt like that. In fact, I didn't even see one person who thought the price was fair. Everyone, everyone was very shocked by the retail price on these. But what would you look like? that? Like what would you have given it? Like I, I, I was, ex- I I thought it would be like something kind of close to the foam, so maybe like 100, 120. I was expecting. I did not expect the two hundred price tag. But that would have been really cheap for a like because te- technically, right, the foam runner is like a, a kind of a sandal, right? And if I get it, like we, we just both agreed also that the knit runner is basically the same thing, just with new material, but it's technically more of a shoe, and none of his Yeezys have been under 200, right? Like what was the cheapest one? Uh, well, I mean, you mean besides the foams and the slides? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, if we're talking just like real shoes, then nothing has oh. been under 200. So in, right. in that like context, I would say 200 is fair, but you're right. 200 is a lot to pay for just like a chunk of knitted material. Like maybe 160 would have been fair, 175, something like that. I don't know. 
Yeah, or, yeah, or maybe in that case, they would they should have probably just given it a different name then, because when you put the runner word in the name, I'm thinking of foam runners, and it's such yeah, a true. drastic increase from the foam runners. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, but that what's one. What's it reselling was, for? What's it reselling for? Yeah, you know? so I was just gonna say. So I was thinking of maybe you know buying an early pair just to do a review on my channel. And uh, yeah, the, the prices are just insane. So in my size, uh, size 11, the lowest ask right now is 580 euros. Wow. Uh, which, yeah, I'm, I'm not paying that, man. No, no. way I'm paying that. Especially because uh, there's going to be a lot more colorways on the way. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, once we get like a more neutral looking colorway, I'll probably cop a pair just to see what they, what they feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so moving on to the next one. So this is a big, big collab. Uh, we finally got some images of the Stone Island and New Balance collab. Uh, I will say I was very surprised with the model they chose. So they chose a New Balance running model, the RC Elite. What were your thoughts initially when you saw the first pictures? Honestly, I thought it was perfect, but at the same time, I I wasn't disappointed, but I I was like, oh, okay, that's not like a shoe that I would immediately buy or wear. You know what I mean? I think I think it's the perfect shoe for this collaboration because it was so unexpected, right? Everybody was expecting a heritage model or like Stone Island to do like a 327 or an XC72 or something like that, right? Like a more heritage-leaning shoe, but it is a pure performance shoe it's new balance's fastest running shoe and they played with material innovation which is what stone island is all about you know if you know stone island their materials they're like the way they dye their materials the colors they use um the dyeing process all that kind of stuff that's what stone island is all about like making track suits making puffers making jackets making hoodies and experimenting with the materials and this is what they did with the shoe. So for me, the Stone Island DNA is all over the shoe. And I also love that the upper, if you look closely, it looks like there's a performance shoe kind of bursting through a heritage shoe. So you've got like the performance upper knitted upper on the bottom. And then you've got like the old style New Balance logo on the side and it's kind of cut apart, um, which I think is a really, really cool touch. Um, again, I would say it's probably not the first shoe i would buy because i generally think that like performance shoe collaborations are hard to wear with normal clothes um but in terms of what stone island stands for and kind of what new balance and stone island can offer each other for me it's it was the perfect way to go about it but what do you what do you think i i so i'm not like a big like stone island uh fan or anything i don't really have any of their pieces but i gotta say i was very impressed when i saw this shoe i love i love what they came up with the final product like you mentioned like that logo kind of bursting through the shoe uh also it looks like uh the mesh uh both of those logos seem to be constructed with 3d technology which yeah. i thought was which i thought was uh, pretty cool as well and i actually like the fact that it's on a runner and this runner i've never actually heard of this model the rc elite seems to look quite similar to the nike zoom flies yeah. um, I, I would I don't have any, you know, hype running shoes. Uh, I do go running maybe like once or twice a week and I just wear like a pair of Nike uh, Flyknit racers. Uh, but I would buy the shoe, man. I would buy the shoe just to flex on the other runners at the park. No one's going to be expecting someone to run through with a pair of Stone Island New Balances. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I would totally get this to flex on the other runners. But, but, uh, it looks like it's going to be very difficult to cop this because I was reading about how the shoe is going to be released. So from October the 7th to the 10th, the sneaker will be exclusively available via tablet in select Stone Island stores. So you got to go to the store and then basically you need to order it through a tablet that's available at the store locations. Yeah. And then, so there's, yeah. I think there's like an online experience. I think you have to go there. You have to watch a video or something, which is weird. And then you can like pre-order it or something. Yeah, exactly. So you can probably expect a lot of people lining up at the Stone Island stores. And then starting October the 12th, the shoe will be available on Stone Island's website. We don't know if it's going to release 
on the New Balance site or if it's going to have a general release at other retailers. But that's all the information we have for now. So it looks like it's going to be a very, very limited uh, sneaker. But I will say overall, I'm very impressed with the final result. It's, it's yeah, like you said, one of the most perfect collaborations goes with everything Stone Island stands for. Yeah, I think um, just real quick, I think this is obviously the initial drop. And then I don't think that this pair is getting a wider drop. But I do think I read somewhere that there are going to be either follow-up colorways or follow-up silhouettes. So this partnership isn't like a one-time thing. It's like a, as New Balance has done in the past, you know, with Bodega, they've had like three, four, five different colorways and with Aim Leon Door. And I think it's going to be the same thing with Stone Island where they might have two, three different shoes or even just the same shoe, but in different colorways or different makeups and stuff like that. Right, right, right. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, hopefully I get one colorway at least. Uh, well, moving on to a collab that uh, is probably not as impressive. Let's just put it that way. We're talking about the certified lover boy himself. So we've seen pictures now leak of Drake's upcoming sneaker collab with Nike. Uh, so it's a collab between Drake's brand, Nocta and Nike. And this time it's the silhouette is the Nike Hot Step Air Terra, which I'll be honest, I've never heard of. And I can totally understand why I've never heard of this pair because it's not the nicest looking silhouette. Let me just put it that way. Um, and this collab, it is. it looks, you know what? I'm looking at the pictures again right now and it's very symbolic of his album in a way. It's like symbolic. average. Yeah, it's, it's just a very bland nothing special about it. it it is what we expect it to be type of shoe you know it's it's just yeah. it there's nothing about the shoe it's a white shoe it's a chunky looking shoe and it's uh, like uh, there's a lot of jokes online about yeah this is the perfect shoe that you'll probably be seeing at every retirement home <laughs> and yeah it definitely looks like a grandpa type of shoe what are your thoughts on it so it reminds me of two shoes it reminds me one of K-Swiss, you know, the brand K-Swiss? Yes, yes, right? it looks just like K-Swiss. You're so right, man. <laughs> it looks like K-Swiss, but then also my first thought when I saw it was like, damn, that looks like a like a Fila Disruptor as well, a little bit. Can you see it? Yeah, totally, totally. I see that as well. Just oh like, the, God, the, the, like the jagged edges, right? Yeah. The so K-Swiss those, those, and Fila collab that the streets never received before finally got them now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, it, it's dropping in like two or three colorways, right? Like this white one. And then there's, there's a snake skin and a black pair or something. Um, I, I'm not a fan, man. I think the only good thing I can say about this is that you have to give him a little bit of credit for being slightly more original with the model and not just going with an air force one or like a retro Jordan, like he did with OVO. So that's like he the one thing. That, he did know, go with the Air Force One, right? Is it, aren't we supposed to receive a Air Force well, One certified? There's rumors. Boy? There's rumors. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and he shared it as well. So, I think, I think there will be a, a, an Air Force One. But I'm just saying, in terms of this one, like that, it wasn't just another generic model. Like you know, like not hating on Travis, but every single one of his, except for the T Runner or Trunner or whatever it's called, was a generic hype model. Um, so that's like the one good thing I can say about it. But on the other hand, I feel like, you know how Drake sometimes gets obsessed with like other cultures or subcultures. Like when he was like, thought he was Jamaican for a while. And then like, he thought he was like a British roadman and was like speaking in like Patois and shit like that. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, so the, the British thing. Yeah. I, I don't know what was going on there. I think it was going through a phase. The Jamaican thing, however, I will admit that there's, a very large group of people from Toronto who talk exactly like that. Like that's just the way they talk. But like, and how's think, he, how's he going to do that? Like never do that. And then suddenly when it's yeah, hot, that, or that, like, that, 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 you know, true. he's hanging out with like Skepta and shit like that. And then he's suddenly busts out the Patwans like, yo, like, look at me. Um, <laughs> like, I know it exists, right. I know that there's yeah. a, there's a community in, in Toronto, but it's just that he never did it. And then suddenly when it's like cool to do, he's like, Oh yeah, like whatever. Anyway. So I feel like, this shoe is what like an American or like a North American thinks that British roadmen wear, you know, like they're, they're like, Oh, like 
if I were to design like a, an Air Max kind of, this is like, it, it almost looks like Skepta, uh, not Skepta, Drake tried to make a shoe for Skepta, kind of. Dude, Skepta is not going to wear this, man. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It's But but like Drake tried to at least. No, so like overall, like not, not a fan of this shoe, definitely will not be uh, picking it up. But um, I'm interested to see how it does when it does release. Like I'm sure that it'll sell out. It'll probably you think be so. I, I I I don't know, man. I feel like I know Drake's name is behind it, but I feel like the shoe is just so ugly, and everyone seems to think it's ugly. It, I it might not even sell out. Let's let's see. Let's I, see. I think I think the first drop they're gonna it Nike's gonna make it so limited that it has to sell out. You know what I mean? And okay. maybe they'll do something where where it only drops on Nike sneakers and OVO stores, and then it's already super limited, and people will get it just to try and resell it. Um, through that like marketing and false scarcity. Um, mm. But if this shoe is made with a big quantity, then yes, I don't see it selling out. I see it sitting. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing this the first time in public. I, I would like to see somebody actually wearing this. <laughs> what, like, what would you wear with it? I guess you'd have to wear like some leather hey, pants and i don't know i don't you know what i also don't get like how is drake he's okay he's easily the most popular artist maybe in the world and he has been for like a decade now and yeah. the guy can't dress the man has no fashion sense at all you know compared to some other celebrities like get this somebody get this man a stylist man somebody somebody he, from OVO. he has a stylist or at least he used to have a stylist does he uh, I mean, yeah, the guy just would... pretty much wears track suits and, and yeah, like yeah. pretty much roadman clothes. <laughs> well, see, that, that, that's the thing. He wants to be a roadman so bad. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to hit him on, on for that because track suits are comfortable. And I feel like I would probably wear a lot of track suits if I was famous too and didn't have to like care that much. But um, I think if you do compare him to like a Travis Scott or, you know, a little Uzi or whatever. He's you're never gonna see Drake and like Rick Owens or Raph yeah. Simmons or whatever. Like he's he's not like an ASAP Rocky. He's he's definitely very basic Nike sportswear. Like he's he's the rich version of a f- person who only shops at JD and Foot Locker. You know. Yeah, you know what I I think uh, maybe that adds to his I guess universal appeal and maybe people just see him and think hey he dresses like us. So yeah, maybe um, maybe that's just part of the whole, I guess, you know, mind control <laughs> from from Drake. <laughs> Who knows? But let's talk about one more shoe uh, before we close off this segment. And that is we were talking about the knit runners earlier. We're going to talk about a foam runner now. That is the Vermilions, which are supposed to be dropping on October the 29th. And people it's not just any other foam runner colorway because people are calling this the next red Octobers. It also is dropping in October and I'm sure Yeezy brand did that on purpose. And it's, it's a big, it's a big deal because since the original red shoes that uh, dropped the original red Octobers from Nike, I don't think Kanye has actually released any other sneakers in this particular shade of red, like such a bright red um, it's definitely the closest shoe, the closest red Yeezy we've had since the uh, since the yeah the original Red October is maybe the most iconic Yeezy, maybe one of the most iconic shoes of all time, sneakers of all time. Um, yeah, so that's why this sneaker, even though it doesn't look like the most wearable shoe, I don't know how. Like the foam runners are such a difficult shoe to pull off. Anyways, I can't even imagine a red foam runner. I wouldn't even know. Like I wouldn't know where to begin when it comes to like how to actually wear the shoe. I feel uh, like you would have to embrace just the fact, like, I know, you know, you, you wear yours with socks, right? I wear mine with socks always. So like I would, I would not wear socks with mine because for me, they're more like Crocs or flip-flops. Like I would call them, Uh, I, for me, foam runners are more sandals than shoes. And so I feel like if I were to get the all red ones or if I got my hands on them somehow, uh, I, you would just have to embrace like the the sandalness of them and just go full out, no socks, only wear shorts with them, probably only wear them if you're like going to take your t-shirt off at some point, like because you're at the beach or whatever. You know, you just have to fully embrace the fact that it's like a bit of a ridiculous shoe with a ridiculous colorway. Dude, that 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 sounds 
like you said, ridiculous, man. Just wearing <laughs> just shorts with no socks and those red <laughs> shoes. Are you kidding me, man? Like, no way, man. There's no way I would ever be caught in public in that. No chance. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So if I if I do end up getting them, I'll I'll walk around public wearing just shorts and the the foam runners with no Dude. socks <laughs> in the middle of winter in Berlin. Dude, I got I, I gotta see that. I gotta see that. We need the fit pick, man. We need well, the fit actually, pick. I'm actually flying to the Dominican Republic in November. So oh, okay. Perfect. So I need Perfect. yes. Okay, so now mission get Fabian some foam runners, and then I'm gonna Dude. take them to the Dominican Republic and just wear them everywhere. Bro, Punta Cana is not gonna know what hit it, man. <laughs> the the Punta Cana streets are gonna be lit up, bro. They're gonna be like, unsafe, bro. <laughs> no. Oh my god, dude. No, we have to get you one. If you are actually going to Dominican in November, we have to get you this. This dude, is, I am. This I mean, is I both of our the flight and everything. Bro, Let's I'm, do I'm, it. I'm gonna enter the raffles in your size. I'm telling okay. you that. Let's because do it. because Let's I do need it. this, I need this pick okay. <laughs> for you on the beach. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm dead 100 percent If I if I get a pair, uh I will wear them. Every single day of my holiday. doesn't matter where no. I'm going. <laughs> Bro, I am entering all the raffles in your size. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. Oh, my God. And then, you, yo, you know what? Okay, when I do the review, I'm going to review the shoe, and then I'm going to give it to you. You're going to go to Dominican, and you need to be on the beach and, like, film the on-feet for me. <laughs> man, I'm going to do, like, it's going to be a whole reel of me just, like, playing tennis in my, like, uh, Red Octobers and then, like, going swimming, like, Doing all sorts of stuff, eating sushi, like by the beach. Everything. Oh man, dude! Like, are you going with your girlfriend? Yeah, <laughs> dude. You you think she's like she'll be fine with just being? She's around gonna you? hate it. She's gonna hate it so much. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Oh, well, well, that's definitely mission October, man. Get Fabian a pair of those <laughs> red Yeezys. Let's do uh, it. Yeah, but but that's about it. That's about it for all of the, uh, I guess. You know, upcoming drops. Uh, we'll now get into just our usual segment, which is just over the next two weeks, get you guys ready. What's dropping? Uh, some of the hottest shoes dropping over the next two weeks specifically. We already mentioned the Patas, so watch out for that. October the 8th, uh, Air Max 1 Pata Waves dropping on the Pata website as well as the Nike Sneakers app and then the worldwide release at the other retailers on October the 15th. Um, there's uh, just two more pairs I have. I have this. I, we're getting another triple collab. It seems like Sakai is trying to triple collab with every brand in the universe right now. They they just dropped. Oh, you know what? I didn't even mention another recent pickup. I totally forgot about it because I just had so many. But I also received a pair of the Sakai Vapor Waffle collab with John Paul Gaultier. Oh, no. Dude. They're so terrible. Oh, oh yeah. And, I mean, I'm glad you said receive because it means you didn't pay for them. Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. I did pay for them. I did pay for them. But oh, I already did? got rid of them. I, I already sold them. <laughs> there's no way. There's no chance I'm going to be wearing this shoe. It's, it's, oh. it's even worse looking in person, but... Yeah, that, that's another example of, oh, and by the way, guys, that review should be out this week. The Sakai John Paul Gautiers, just watch out for that. Um, but yeah, that shoe, man, absolutely hideous, hideous in person. And Sakai seems to be triple collabing with everyone right now. They just did a, a colorway with Clot on the, on the Vapor Waffle. And then upcoming later on this week, also on the 8th, I believe, we have another Clot collab. Yeah with uh with sakai on the vapor waffle this time a probably a more wearable colorway this time seems to be like a navy and gray colorway uh i'm not too happy i'm not too uh impressed with all of these triple collabs that sakai is doing and and to me it's like not from sakai's point of view but from the the third designer whoever it is it just seems like so lazy on their part because they're not really doing anything they're just putting their name on it and just choosing a random colorway it, it doesn't seem like there's like a whole lot of effort on the third party side. Well, so the, the clot ones are actually the same colorways as the clot Air Max yes. ones, right? So yes. the, the orange one is the, the first Air Max one. And then this gray one is the Air Max one from, oh, I want to say like 2012 or 2013. Uh, so in that sense, yeah, but like I doubt that clot had 
much to do with the actual design of the the L, um the yeah. the LD waffle, right? Like they just basically Sakai was like, okay, we'll use this colorway. Okay, we'll use these materials. Okay, cool, done. Um yeah, it's I don't know. Sakai is just collaborating with everyone and it's it's a mess in my opinion, but you know. Whatever. Yeah, and no, I'm not a big fan. And uh, to me it it's kind of I, I thought Sakai was probably the best collaborator with Nike over the last two years. I, I probably liked some of their stuff even more than what Off-White and Nike has been doing. Uh, and this to me just kind of hurts their, I don't know, legacy, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of what Sakai is doing with these triple collabs. And then uh, finally, just one more quickly to mention, we have this uh, Yeezy 500 high top in the mist stone colorway. I just wanted to quickly mention this one because I'm a big fan of this silhouette. It's a really good shoe, uh, especially for the winter time, because it's just like a really warm shoe and it's made out of really good materials and a very decent retail price, I believe of 200 or might, might be 220, but uh, it's, you're getting some really good materials. And this particular colorway might be probably the best colorway we've seen so far on this silhouette. And it should be very easy to get. This silhouette never sells out. So Watch out for that on October the 11th, the Yeezy 500 high in the mist stone colorway. Yeah, that one's really, really dope. Um, I only have a couple to add. So the social status Nike Dunk uh, strawberry colorway, I think that's dropping soon. Um, I don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend, but it, it should be coming up very, very soon. The um, the chocolate colorway obviously dropped a while back and that was super popular. LeBron James was just seen wearing them. Mm-hmm. Um, the strawberry one is slightly different materials as well. It's more of like smooth leather. The other one had more of this like, uh, what would you call it? Like velour. Velvet, velour yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, another collaboration that's coming out soon. There's no release date yet, but it's the New Balance Stray Rats 991. Um, it's this like purple and lime green colorway. Stray Rats is known for always having these like really crazy dark and, and light and contrasting colorways. And they've made some really, really, really nice new balances in the past. Um, and then uh, Overkill, our homies at Overkill in Berlin, they are dropping an Adidas collaboration. It's the CS, no, yeah, CSG91, which celebrates Adidas Equipment's 30th anniversary. Um, it looks a lot like a ZX or, you know, like it's obviously an equipment shoe. Um, but the, the colors that Overkill is used on those is super dope. And that one drops... October 16th in Cologne, because that's where Overkill is opening their new um, shop. And then October 23rd in Berlin and online. But yeah, that's pretty much it from my end. Uh, I guess some, some decent drops, but not, not anything super crazy coming out the next few weeks. Yeah, it's, it's pretty quiet, I think, for the most part, besides that Pata, yeah. Pata pair. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, it's it's the type of episode where you know we're just it's, we're just talking kicks, man. We're just talking the upcoming jobs, giving our thoughts on it. If you enjoy this type of episode, of course, hit, hit us up on uh, Instagram. And as mentioned in previous episodes, guys, just share this uh, co- content with your friends, with whoever you think uh, would like uh, to hear about sneakers. Uh, if if you think they would enjoy this podcast, make sure you share it with them, and of course, give us a rating on Apple Music or iTunes or can you rate on Spotify? I don't know. I don't know. Not on not on Spotify, unfortunately. But if you you know if you guys want to uh, like you know if you guys are maybe some of you guys are a little bit younger and if some of your parents are like asking how they can relate to you and so just tell them hey you know listen to the kickback learn about sneakers you know, learn about my life, my passion. So uh, yeah, yeah, just tell your friends, tell your family, and we we appreciate your support. Yeah, thank you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see you at the next episode, guys. Peace. Peace.